So, Berto, in these quarantine pandemic times, I am just looking to chat with my best friend about movies. So, if you could call up so and so and get him on the line, then yeah, I could yeah, I was just say, you. let's make sure we get your best friend on the line. <laughs> no, seriously, I I I find that <clears throat> I just want an excuse to have some fun with you and. I thought we would just make an episode in which we talked about movie trivia. Yeah. We would would quiz each other and see who wins the game. I'm pretty sure you're going to, you know a lot more trivia, but still, we'll play. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor, and my favorite movie is Clockwork Orange, followed quickly by maybe Brazil... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Inside Out, and other movies like that. Nice. Who are you, you, Berto? My name is... My name is Humberto Castaneda. I'm a horse shouter, and my favorite movie is uh, Amadeus. It it was American Psycho, which is now my second favorite movie. But after re-watching Amadeus with the... Seattle Symphony playing the 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 music along with it at the Benaroya Hall last year. I was like, oh, what am I doing? Of course, Amadeus is my favorite movie. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I I rewatched that because you talked about how much you liked it, and because I saw it when it came out in what right. the late eighties, early nineties, and I couldn't appreciate it at that age the way that I can now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just an almost perfect movie. <laughs> so good. The, yeah, the comedy the Plus, you know, what's his name? The Italian guy. Salieri. The guy who won the the Oscar. Uh, Oh, yeah. He is just a perfect... It's perfectly written, perfectly acted, perfectly directed part where... And it's such a unique uh, character. You can't think of another movie that has a character like that. Like, for Die Hard, there's a lot of movies that, at the very least, attempt... Yeah, a guy stuck in a bad place, trying to get out of it. The that guy in that movie, I can't think of another movie that has a character with that story. And it's, it's crazy, and it's so relatable in his envy of Mozart, right? Right. It breaks so on the surface. It breaks so many rules of storytelling or whatever. You know, right. it's like the main character and narrator is this basically unreliable narrator who is like the antagonist of what would you would think would be the protagonist. Yeah. And who, I mean, it's just crazy. It's yeah, so he's, good. <laughs> he's essentially the bad guy, but, yeah. but, but you relate to him. You totally. Know? All right, let's get to some, let's go back and forth, tit for tat, question for question, head to head, mano a mano. Mano a mano. <laughs> uh, what are the dying words of uh, Charles Foster Kane in Citizen Kane? Oh, Rosebud. We should say spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to mark these uh, with a underline if you got them right. All right. What's where's my question? And, and by the way, I hadn't watched Citizen Kane until like four years ago. I had never. So I and, and I had been always avoiding any joke or anything to do with Rosebud because I didn't want it spoiled for me. And luckily, it was never spoiled. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Where were the Hunger Games arena scenes filmed? The actual, when they're fighting each other and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, if I was to take a guess, 
I would say Oregon. Hawaii. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a very jungly. Yeah, I don't know if you did you you watched the movie, right? I it's, mean, barely. Yeah, it's very jungly, and and it looks like they would have done Costa Rica, but it was Hawaii. Uh, who played? So make sure you mark that I got it wrong. Uh, or do you want me to keep track? It's okay. Um, who played Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate? Oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I know. I wouldn't have given this normally, but... Oh, Dustin Hoffman This and is one of your favorite movies. Margot Rose, Reb, Margie, Mc... ah. And Bancroft. Oh, I knew that too. Oh, I'm so bankrupt. Oh. I think she was oh. nominated, if not one. Yes. Um, I feel terrible. What's my question? See, I'm being sexist for not knowing that question, not knowing that answer. <laughs> Okay, what was the first movie that used the Wilhelm scream? Oh God, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's it's like an obscure. It's like a it's an obscure. It's either a a World War II movie or it's a cowboy movie, which is not hard to guess since that's like all action movies. In the <laughs> what 50s. year would you say? I would say it's. I'm going to say fifty three. Oh, okay, actually. You should get like half credit because it was 51, this weird movie called Distant Drums I've never heard of. I don't know yeah. if it's a weird movie, but I never heard of it. But actually, the Wilhelm name didn't come from that movie. It came from when it was used in 53 in a war movie and Private Wilhelm something or other, it, that effect is used with him when he di- when he gets uh-huh. shot in the knee. Yeah, give me a point for that because... So you get a point. <laughs> because knowing the movie, that's yeah. impossible. No one... Well, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't know. But you I mean, mean I'm, ask, I'm asking you Rosebud and Anne Bancroft. I mean, come on. Well, I just figured because you knew that you're a movie buff and Wilhelm Scream is so yeah. famous. But, right, I, I'm not that. I'm more of a movie watcher. That's more sure. of like a... Like you, a trivia guy. Yeah, you've got to, <laughs> you know, seek to sure. remember trivia. What was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? Feature-length animated movie... The first one ever released. Snow White? Yes. Yes? Yes. Oh my God! Full, full name Snow White. or something? Snow White and the Seven Doors. I don't know what year. All right, give me a question. Okay. All right, all right. Um, who played Zeus in the original Clash of the Titans? Oh. Was it Laurence Olivier? Yes! Yeah. I loved that movie. I loved that movie so much. I've told this on the podcast before. My grandparents in Spokane, they had cable TV, but they didn't have HBO. And back in the day, you you just had HBO. That was the only channel that did. And they were playing Clash of the Titans on HBO. I could tell because I could hear the, the movie. And it was all wavy. Back then when you couldn't see HP, you didn't just not have access to a channel. You actually could hear what was happening on that channel, but you couldn't see it because they would would sort of scramble the image. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) And so I watched the entirety of Clash of the Titans wavy because I knew every beat in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, your question. Oh, my gosh. In The Matrix, does, does Neo take the blue pill or the red pill? Oh, right. Okay, I know this because of uh, threads on like the internet and stuff where it's like, oh, he's been red-pilled. So he takes the red pill. 
That's right, red pill. Yeah, but see, I would have said the blue pill. It's just that I've seen too many things where people are like, oh, he's been red-pilled, he's been red-pilled, which unfortunately has been taken to mean that you've been let in on all sorts of weird conspiracies and things like that. Yeah. Like, you know, they use it for like, oh, flat earther, you've been red-pilled, good job. <laughs> yeah, or you've believed in feminism, you've been yes. red-pilled. Yeah. <laughs> all right, where's my question? All right. Oh, okay. What phrase appeared recurringly as an inside joke in all John Landis movies, up to and including the Thriller video. What phrase? Yeah, it's a it's a right. short phrase yeah. that appeared in all his movies, in either a billboard or someone says it dramatically. Yeah, it's like a, a horror movie, obviously, yeah. like something that um, what's his face would say. It's like um, it's some turn of a phrase that's pretty famous. It's not coming to mind. What is it? It's actually the name of my debut album with uh, Plastic Polly. See you next Wednesday. Oh. It's totally anticlimactic. But in Thriller, when they find, they come up to Michael Jackson, um, or not Michael Jackson, the movie that Michael and his girlfriend are watching at the beginning. I guess it is. Isn't it Michael also in the movie because they're watching one of his movies or something? And they come up to him. And it's like, he's dead. It's like, there's a note. What does it say? And then the guy looks at the camera and says, see you next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And like in American Werewolf in London, it's written in a billboard. And then like in all his movies, it's like someone says it or it's written somewhere. Um, anyways. For what movie did Tom Hanks get his first Academy Award nomination? Nomination? Uh, eeks. Oh, man. Well, let's see. I know he got a... a I know he got one for Philadelphia Story. He actually got an Oscar, and he got one for Forrest Gump. But, but this would have been... This would have been this nomination for Big. Yep. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, that was a lucky guess. All right. It was almost the only other movie I can remember right now. <laughs> well, he was in Splash. <laughs> Splash, yeah, yeah. And Volunteers. And, um, uh, bachelor Party. And Bachelor Party. <laughs> but I didn't think any of those. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How much uh, did The Lighthouse, the recent Lighthouse movie that we oh, loved. God. How much did The Lighthouse cost to make? It's multiple choice. Oh. Four million? Yeah. 11 million? Yeah. Or 18 million? I would say 18. Four million. Really? Way cheaper. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. It is. Now, I mean, that, I meant, always... that must have meant they paid the actors almost nothing. Like they did it on like, yeah, we'll just, we love the script or something. I'm always fascinated by how much a movie costs to make, even when it's super cheap. Well, yeah. But when you think about the, you know, Pattinson typically gets what, 5 million in a movie or something. Yeah. And yeah, maybe, and right. if you have like Tom Cruise, it's something more than that. And then you've got your director that's going to get a lot of money. You get your your screenwriters that get a lot of money. You have producers that, you know, might get money. You have the all the key grips and the food. I mean, just the food. Right. You know, <laughs> just like ha carting all that food because you have to feed everyone. Everyone's not on their own. Now, in small budgets, they might have done this for this movie of just like, look, there's restaurants nearby. You're on your own. Like, but they probably didn't want to do that. Anyway, so $4 million, that is surprising. Okay. 
what's the name of the skyscraper in Die Hard? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know this one. It's uh, the, the, the Yakitori Tower, but not that. It's the, the Aka... <laughs> Aka, oh Aka, boy! Akatoni, Aka, Akamani, Aka Nakatomi, the Nakatomi Tower, <laughs> the Yakatomi. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so racist. <laughs> like I knew it was a Japanese name. Oh, that's good. That's good. <sighs> okay, so this one hurts me. Hurts me. What guitar? does Marty McFly play in the climax scene of Back to the Future when he's uh, at the dance and yeah. he's, well, it's his a, hand's disappearing? Well, I believe... Well, it's a hollow body, and I believe it's a Gretsch, but it could be a Gibson. It hurts me. It hurts you. It hurts me personally. Because you... Wait, it hurts you personally. Well, it brings back painful memories for you that I know about. Yeah. Uh, did you have a bass that was a Gretsch? Uh, I don't know. It looks like okay. a Gretsch to me. Okay. Well, you almost had it. was a Gibson ES345, oh. which I had, that red cherry hollow body, and I sold it. I don't, I don't think I knew that. Did I know that? Oh, I sold it in 2008. We, we did know each other at the time. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And I'm still sad about that. Um, yeah, it's, um, I actually, I never knew it when I watched the movie, but when I watched the movie more recently, I was like, oh, my God, that's my guitar. Yeah. And by the way, that guitar had not been produced yet in the year that that's supposed to be taking place. Oh, of course. So an anachronism. Right, right, <laughs> what real-life, on-again, off-again Hollywood power couple starred in the film Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, yeah, of course. Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. But, but I, I would, I would you, show that movie in my couples therapy class sometimes. Brilliant. I have rarely been so stressed watching a movie. It's kind of like Revolutionary Road, yeah. you know? Which is another uh, movie I would show in my couples therapy yeah. class. All right. Why did George Lazenby only play Bond once? Huh. Why? Why did he play it only once? I know I've known this. and I used to be such a Bond head when I was a teenager. Um, Lazenby played it only once. I think, well, this is probably wrong, but from my memory, he wasn't supposed to be the next Bond. And they wanted, it was some kind of contract problem and they pulled someone in randomly as a temporary person. That's my best guess. So that, that part's true. I mean, uh, what's his name? Sean Connery. Uh, for some reason, I, I, and I don't remember the reason, like he, he couldn't do it or didn't want to do it or whatever, but he actually was offered, he quit before the premiere. He was like, and like he didn't like it and his contract was too restrictive. And so before it even premiered, so he didn't even know how well it did, he quit the contract. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> I really like so he, George Lazenby. I know. He could have yeah. kept going. I thought he was a good Bond. Yeah. That movie actually was good. Yeah. So it's bizarre. But yeah. uh, I actually have a 
a uh, a question for you similar. Um, well, I guess I'll change it because the question was, in what 1969 James Bond thriller does the famous spy fall in love and get married? Um, well, do you know the name of the movie? But I have a different question. Okay, so in that one, uh, it, The Spy Who Loved Me. No. Russia Would Love? No. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. Ask the question again. Well, what movie was George Lazenby in? But what Bond movie? Oh, okay. Uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And who plays the love who plays the woman he marries what am i so dumb oh geez uh it's not jacqueline smith no 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 no. uh so i'll give you a hint she was on game of thrones what oh really yeah is it the 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 matron matron in the the other family that uh, Mary's uh, Joffrey, like yeah. not the girl, but the mom, Terrell, like the, Olenna Terrell. Terrell. Yeah, her. Do you know her name? No, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. She was the Bond girl. Yeah, and she also oh. uh, was in the Avengers, and she, you know, she was okay. She was quite a number back in the day. Okay, wait. Oh, she was the gal in the Avengers show. Yeah, <gasps> that makes so much sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Quite a career. All right. Yeah. What's your question? All right. uh, okay. Sorry. So you did not get this one right, but okay. Um, who played Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter? Oh, well, that's uh, Pattinson. Yeah. Marlon Brando uh, could have been a contender in what 1954 ah. crime drama? <sighs> Which I wish I could say that I've seen it because it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I recently watched okay. Marlon Brando. I, I had a brief Marlon Brando obsession about three years ago. On the waterfront. On the waterfront. Very good. I could have been a contender. I've never seen it. I want to watch it. I mean, it's interesting historically that in some James Dean movies to see like, because people were freaking out about Marlon Brando's acting style. To our eyes, it just looks like acting. But it's interesting to see like, this was the first time someone acted so realistically, so to speak, so yeah. vu- so vulnerably. Ah. And for that reason, if you understand the history, I think On the Waterfront has a lot more meaning. It's similar to Akira Kurosawa movies. If you just watch like Seven Samurai, you're just like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But when you watch the Criterion uh, commentary and you realize that this the things that Kurosawa was doing, no one in the world had done before. And you, you're just like, Oh, okay. Well now I appreciate it. Anyway, what what question for me you got there? All right. Um, all right. So this is sort of a hybrid because it, it goes into a TV show a bit, but, but then it was a movie, but so what superhero movie did the character, the main actor played by Adrian, Grenier in Entourage what superhero movie did they do well, I never watched superhero I never watched Entourage oh you never watched Entourage I find, I find uh, that movie to be repulsive well okay yes it's one of the famous superheroes Superman no no okay, I'll give you, give you better than that it's one of the famous superheroes but obviously it would have been sort of a joke because it's a comedic show um 
uh, and it what, might be what's what I it might know. be very appropriate once you hear it because of how you feel about the actual movie that ended up being Aquaman. Made yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a half point. <laughs> so they actually, because you know they were trying to in the show like, oh, he gets offered a superhero role, but they wanted to keep it sort of like a little funny. What's the superhero you wouldn't expect them to do? Aquaman, and yeah. so it became sort of a running joke. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know why, but I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. In fact, I'm watching, uh, that's all I watch these days. I'm binge watching the every episode from the very beginning. Oh, yes. And, and I'm doing, this is like the third or fourth time that I've done this. <laughs> but I hate Entourage. <laughs> like, I watch that show, I, I'm just like, this is just so boring. It's just so like... Yay, we have money. Like, who, I, who, I, I can understand. It's like I, Sex in the City. You know, I, I've watched Sex in the City, and when they go on like a shopping spree or something, or yeah. they have like a giant closet with all the with all the shoes, and like, and they spend ten minutes luxuriating in all the shoes. I'm just like, this movie is not for me, and Entourage is just not for me. I just, I, have... I totally hear you. It's a guilty pleasure for me. I hear you. <laughs> What famous L.A. landmark is heavily featured in Rebel Without a Cause? Right, right, right. And then, and then in um, in the movie that was overrated uh, with the uh, well, the the one with L.A. St- the L.A. LA Confidential? Co- no, no, no. Recent musical. Oh, La La wait, Land. La La Land. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The well, overrated ups- in your mind. In my mind, yes. Yeah. The observatory, the LA, the planetarium, the Griffith Observatory. Oh, it is an observatory, but it's the okay. Griffith. Observatory. Okay, but you got to give me a half point. Okay, half point. Okay. Next question. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Who was the bad guy in Live and Let Die? Or the name of the bad guy, like in the movie, not the actor. The name of the bad guy in James Bond. Live and let die. Oh, I don't remember. I mean, unless it was, um, what's his face from Spectre? Uh, no, 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 okay, no. Remember, it's, it's, in, it's in New Orleans. Yeah. It's this. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, okay, okay. Kananga. Like, do- oh. Kananga. He's <laughs> one did- of the famous ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Did you not? That's one of my favorite Bond movies, too. But the, it's the been music a has long a lot to do with time it. since I've watched those. I mean, if you asked me, like, you know, about Jaws or Odd sure. Job or, sure, sure, sure. or um, you know, Pussy Galore, that <laughs> kind of thing, I, I'd probably get that. But, but the bad guy in Live and Let Die. Um, what's the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? This is hard. I, I'll give you a hint if you don't know. Highest grossing R-rated, R-rated movie of all time I, I feel like I know this. It's a little it's a little surprising, but do you have a guess? I feel like I know this because of R rating being, it was like part of it. It's like, oh, and they rated R and it still made uh, Terminator 2. So the hint I'll give you is that it okay. is a very recent movie. Oh, okay. Because remember, highest grossing, right? So. Highest grossing, R rated. And it's very obviously R. And, and, I, and I know you've R. seen it. I know oh. you've seen it. Deadpool? No, Joker. Oh my God, that's that's the highest grossing R movie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is interesting, you know? Yeah. Because I, I I knew it did well, 
but I yeah. don't think I knew it did that well. I didn't know it did that well, but yeah. that's interesting. Okay. What movie featured Brando, like Marlon Brando, and Val Kilmer? Uh, oh, God. Uh, once you tell me it, I'm going to shoot myself. But It's not a great movie, hint. But yeah. Well, yeah. Mar- Brando didn't do very many good <laughs> movies past his his uh, golden years. Um, Br- and Kilmer. Well, wait. Brando wasn't in Heat, was he? No. No. Who was there? Was an older guy in Heat. Um, it's not. Uh, uh, it's not that. Uh, real kind of faint. Oh. I'm not going to remember the movie. When three years ago, if you would have asked me, I would have known. What's the movie called? Um, Island of Doctor Moreau. Right, that was the one that was in my head, but it, that wouldn't have came to my head because that that was like a disastrous movie where they went over budget and it was like all these problems and Marlon Brando was causing yeah. all these problems and yeah, it was towards the end of his uh, his yeah. life. And uh, South Park. Um, always made fun of this because I don't know if you remember early on, one of their main characters or recurring characters, I should say, was a Marlin lookalike who was a mad scientist who experimented with monkeys and all these things. Well, I, don't, I wearing, didn't know that was supposed to be Marlon Brando. Yeah, it was from Island of Dr. Moreau because oh, okay. he wore like the shirt and he had the crazy laboratory. <laughs> Which movie was incorrectly announced as the winner of Best Picture at the 2017 Academy Awards. Oh, of course, because I won because of this. Um, La La Land. Right. So we had, and Moon uh, was it? Uh, moon danced. Moon. No. Moon. Moon child. No. Wait. Moonraker. No. I would have. <laughs> I would have been able to say it if Moonlight. Moonlight. Just, um, yeah. yeah. So we have a. I have an Oscar party every year, and there's a. We have a big contest, and. So when La La Land won, which was the which was the favored pick, Berto won the entire contest, which means that he gets a bunch of prizes that um, I give out, a bunch of figurines and whatnot. But and so Berto's running around going, "I won, I won!" And then all of a sudden they're just like, "Wait a second. And then Moonlight wins, and then Taryn, I think, won. <laughs> uh, all right, what's the next question? All right, you're not gonna like this question. Because you don't like these movies. But it's just... Maybe I'll make it multiple choice. Unless you can just answer. Okay. How many Saw movies have there been? Six. <laughs> Actually, that's really close. It was eight. Okay. <laughs> you might get a half point. Because <laughs> uh, you don't watch these. <laughs> let's see. In what 1979 James Bond movie does, does Bond go to space? Oh, yeah, Moonraker. Yeah, you just said that, too. Yeah. Moonraker is, when I was a kid, was one of my favorites. Yeah. As in, as I grew up, I was like, oh, ooh, let's jump the shark big yeah. time. Let you jump the jaws. <laughs> yeah, because you know what happened was Star Wars came out, and there was Star Wars ma- oh, Mania right, in 1977. Right. And so they're like, oh, well, we got to... We got to make a space James Bond movie. And so it was just like terrible. Okay. Oh, wait. It's, oh, yeah. My turn, right? All yeah. Right. Uh, what movie does Cary Grant 
nearly get poisoned in by ladies, by a couple of ladies. I don't know. Is it Gone with the Wind? No, 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 no. It's the the name of the movie. The is the hint is basically in the movie. It's it's, it's, a, it's kind know. of the name of a poison. Uh, I don't and know. Old ladies. Oh, okay. I thought you might arsenic and old lace. Did you ever see that one? No. Okay, I, it's, I've heard it's the a phrase really, before. It's a really funny one. I, oh, I recommend it? it. It's like this comedy, uh, these two old... La- well, anyways, I won't give too much away, but it involves arsenic. <laughs> okay. Uh, what animated classic was the first film in the late 20th century Disney Renaissance? What? What animated classic, animated classic. was the first film... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Disney Renaissance. Uh, was it the Beauty and the Beast? No, you almost said it. Little Mermaid. Lion King. Oh, no, Little Mermaid. Oh, so I wouldn't have gotten it. I oh, thought really? It was okay, so the Little Mermaid started the new streak. Yeah, Little Mermaid was like late oh. 80s, I believe. Yeah. All right, next question. What are the rebel bombers called in the old movies? Uh, the old Star Wars movies. The Rebel Bombers are The Rebel Bombers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I have this book. I don't know if you gave this to me or what, but I have this book of uh, Star Wars trivia that is... So I thought I'd pick from... Show me the the front. I think I... uh, Yes, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. And the questions are kind of hard, so I... But I thought we'd go with Empire Strikes Back. Oh, nice. So let's, let's start here. Um, on t- and I have no idea if this is going to be a good question or not. Hmm. Um, what did Lando tell Lobot to hold the Imperial forces? Where? Where did Lando tell Lobot to hold the Imperial, Imperial, Imperial forces? So I'll give you yeah, a chance yeah, yeah, to yeah, guess, yeah. but if you don't get it right, then I'll give you the options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because now he's like trying to plot the escape. It's like, hold him at the, hold him at the... Oh man! Oh, you might get it if I if I give you the options. Hold them at the port at the no, because they want the port. Uh, hold them at the. I don't know. So prison level, mining level, carbon mining fees, level. Yeah, mining, mining level. Right. Hold, hold them at the mining level. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be it, right? Or no, no, it's in the security tower. Oh. Okay, that doesn't sound as familiar, actually. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. I, what What are the names of the annoying creatures that get stuck to the Millennium Falcon in the in the Empire Strikes Space Cave monster? Minox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's start. Let's go to Star Wars for a little bit here. Yeah. Um, it always comes down to Star Wars or Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. That one's probably too hard. Oh. Uh, that one's too dumb. You know, because like this question's dumb. Uh, where was Slave One docked at the Cloud City? Was it the North Platform, the East Platform, the South Platform, or the West Platform? Do they I, say that in the movie? Otherwise, it's not fair. Yeah, they must say it. Uh, okay. But that's dumb. It's it's the uh, East. You know, questions like that. It's like, hey, on. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. What kind of gas do they extract? Oh wait, uh, wait, wait! At Cloud City? Yeah. There's no way that you would get it. Okay. Um, it's um, it is Ty Tybana gas. 
Okay, so I would have almost gotten it because I was going to say Tiberium because yeah. I, I was thinking of Tiberium crystals or something. Uh, let's see. Yeah, see, these questions, they're just like, they're so obscure. I mean, the, the book is so big, I guess they got to come up yeah. with stuff. Um, okay, well, here's one. What was Luke Skywalker dangling from beneath Cloud City? Oh, that, that's a good question because I never freaking knew. He like falls through the garbage disposal or something and then is like, I guess, an antenna of some sort. Oh, this is funny. Okay, so is it a satellite dish, an antenna, a weather vane, or a sensor array? Oh, okay, okay. It's a sensor array. No, it's a weather vane. A weather vane. Hmm. I mean, okay. what? That did I not guess... look like a weather vane. It looked like an antenna to me. <laughs> See, these, these questions are stupid. Okay, 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 hold on. What is the name of the creature that has the, the vagina lips in the cantina? Oh, I don't the know. The one that, gets, that, that almost gets in a fight with Luke. But not the guy whose arm gets cut off. He's like, yeah, I don't know. And he's got the little vagina wait, wait. lips. Well, those aren't those aren't those aren't banthas, are they? No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are they? Uh, I actually just realized I got them messed up because I was going to say they're snaggletooths, but that's the other creature they show. <laughs> so I, but I had the toy. Um, hold good on. trivia question. Hold on, hold on. Cantina. Here, here's one that's actually kind of good. Here's one that's actually kind of good. Um, where did where was the rendezvous point at which Luke Skywalker told told Lando Calrissian he would meet him? In uh, after he went to Yoda, or, or um, which which? Uh, it was in. Well, let's see, see, he would he would have he said he was going to meet him. Uh, well, see, when when would Luke Skywalker have talked to Lando about meeting him? Somewhere? Oh, wait, to Lando. Yeah. Okay, that would have been Return. But this so. is but this is in the Empire Strikes Back uh, section, so but, I assume. But Luke didn't. I know. Luke didn't meet Lando until the very end. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, no! Yes, it's at the very end. Duh, <laughs> duh, because because Lando takes off in the Millennium Falcon and oh, right. they're they're communicating and Luke right, right, says, right, right, right. "I'll meet you at Tatooine." Uh, you know, is that your guess? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, because they oh, okay. they had to go to Jabba the Hutt and get Han back. Okay, okay, okay. It's Ponda Baba. Ponda great, Baba great is the name trivia. of the character, but the the species I wouldn't have known, yeah. so I was wrong, is Aqualish. <laughs> Aqualish. Um, who, okay, Ponda I'm going to ask Baba. you, so name, let's see, name three of the actors who played Jack Ryan. Oh, that's easy. Uh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. That's easy. Oh, wait, no, that's not easy. Oh, yes, that is easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford, yeah, and Office, uh, yeah, Jim, Jim from Halpert, the Office, yeah, uh, John Kaczynski, John Kaczynski. <laughs> Do you know the fourth? Wait, what? Ben Affleck. Duh! The, I never saw that one, but it's the uh, some of all fears, uh, some of all fears, some of all fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. right. Darn it! That's a good tricky question. Give me a question. Uh, but I did get three of them. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Name uh, the other actor who played Bourne. Oh, um, 
Was it Jeremy Renner? Actually, name no, actually no, because he wasn't playing Born. Oh. He wasn't playing Born. So no, it was older. It's an older actor. I don't know. Uh, in the eighties. Okay, oh. I'll give you a hint. He Wait. also played. The Born Identity. There was a movie in the eighties. It was a made as a um, you know, one of those that where they would release it on TV, like in a oh ser- what was that called a serial or something? Yeah. Oh. Like where you watched it two nights in a row or something. A series. Mini-series. I'll give you an, a mini series. Yes, I'll give you a hint. He also played a samurai in another mini series. Oh, um, famous. Yeah, famous mini series. Um, I, I, it's not. It's an. It's um. <laughs> The guy from... Are you talking about the guy from Shogun? Yes. Um, and he also played yeah. uh, a bad priest in in a, another miniseries. <laughs> His name is on the tip of my tongue. Oh, uh, yes. You basically know who it is. But. It's like <laughs> Chris... Rich. Oh, Rich, Richard... Chamberlain. Chamberlain, yeah. yeah Chamberlain. Richard yeah. Chamberlain. <laughs> okay, okay. And who was the actress in the old Born Identity? I don't know. I haven't seen this a movie. Tremendous crush you know, on. Now, you're just asking me questions so you can okay, prove okay, fine, you fine, know fine. something. That's not a no, trivia no, no, no. question. Oh, okay, fine, fine. I've fine. never seen the movie. She, she was also in Charlie's Angels. There. <laughs> the, the, the 80s version. Okay, well, uh, the Charlie's Angels that I can remember are Farrah Fawcett. Um,. And I can't remember the other two guys. Starts with a J. I don't know. Okay. Jacqueline Smith. Okay. Jennifer Lawrence won Best Actress Academy Award in 2012 for what romantic comedy drama? Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, the one, the the notebook, the the scrapbook, playbook, (laughs) scrapbook, playbook. (laughs) (laughs) The... The short ending scrapbook. <laughs> Silver Linings Playbook. Yes, that's it. <laughs> the short ending scrapbook. <laughs> all right, I your turn. I remember. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's like the porn version. <laughs> who was the first, who played the first Dumbledore? Uh, let's see, it was the guy who died. Um, I don't remember his name. Wasn't it Sir Richard Harris? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Which famous film composer wrote the music for Tim Burton's 1989 Batman? Oh. Uh, mm. He's a famous... Oh, Prince! No, Danny Elfman. No, but Prince's song was... Danny Elfman. Okay, but Prince's song was in the videos. No. <laughs> yeah. Though Stop right. the press. Who is that? Right, right, right. Vicky yeah, 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 yeah. Bat dance and all that stuff. Bat dance. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> question because yeah. Prince wrote a lot of the music for it, but I guess Danny Elfman then, was yeah. the was the right. you know the main score composer guy. Oh well, going with that theme, uh, what was okay? Well, I don't know. What was the the movie that that's uh, too easy. Have you run out of prepared questions? Oh yeah, I ran out. <laughs> I'll just do it to you now. All right, right. What's the highest grossing foreign language film at the U.S. box office? Highest grossing foreign language film. You probably won't get it, but I'll give you a hint office. if if you if you don't know it. Uh, foreign language highest grossing man, Amelie. <laughs> 
So uh, I'll give you some hints. It is foreign language, but it's an American movie. Oh. What? Say what? Foreign language, American movie. And is it recent or old? It was in the early aughts, if I remember right. Oh. My next uh, hint is the last hint I'll give. Okay. Mel Gibson directed it. Oh, Passion of the Christ. Yeah. And it's foreign because it was in Aramaic or something. Right, right. Wow. That's a crazy one. Right. Uh, Let's see. Um, Who was the only person ever to receive an Oscar nomination for acting in a Star Wars movie? Hmm. A nomination for acting in a star. Oh, uh, Sir Alec Guinness. That's right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Here. What was the name of uh, a famous movie where uh, people are in a in a boat and it sinks and they almost all drown except that they they save themselves at the end? Oh, just the name of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Titanic. Close. That literally other? fits the description of the it movie. It does. It does. But the, not everyone saves themselves. <laughs> but people okay, save I themselves. Know, but what's the other big famous one that was? And they did a remake of it. Uh, where they're in a boat and it almost sinks, but they save it, it themselves? It definitely sinks and they save themselves, yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of movies like that. It starts with a P. It's two words. Um, the second word literally describes what... What they're going through. <laughs> they're, uh, let's see, movies about boats. And it was remade. Where... There's a scene where they have to hold their breath for a long time to swim under a thing to get out uh, on the other side. And like the little, the priest has to do it first. And then it's, uh, someone has, a kid has to do it and it's really difficult. And it's a remake. And, the, and they made a remake of it, yeah. I don't know. Poseidon Adventure. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was from like the 80s and 70s or something, right? I don't know when the original was. Yeah. It was probably 70s, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There was a bunch of disaster movies in the 70s, like The Towering Inferno and all those kinds of movies. Right. It was a big, big topic. Um, So in 1994, Jim Carrey had three blockbuster movies. What were they? Three? Yeah. Oh my god. And I think and I think these were Jeez. three of his first movies. Oh but... my gosh. Okay, well then Ace Ventura. Yeah. Pet Detective. Which I recently watched, by the way. In ninety four. Uh Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah. Really? Good. That soon after okay. I'll give that to you since you got two out of three. If you get three okay. out of three. Okay, okay, okay. And in nineteen ninety four Batman. No, The Mask. The Mask. That's a good oh, guess, yeah, so, though. Batman would have okay. been around that time. Well, also, but I, I, also I the like, cable guy. Right. But they wouldn't have cast him in Batman yet because he hadn't had those hits yet. So I guess. I guess. Um, the Mask, by the way, was a dark movie. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, and Cable Guy. Actually, I really love Cable Guy. Yeah, Ace Ventura. Uh, yeah. It's pretty funny. All righty, then. Uh, this is, you won't get it, but I think it's just sort of interesting. Uh, what was the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? First movie ever to be rated? Oh, really? 
Oh, yeah, because in the 80s, like, Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was PG. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I, I guess you didn't live in the States when this happened, but I remember when they added this, this okay, distinction. Okay, PG-13. I, I might need a hint. Yeah. So, 1984. And oh, 84. They, let's see, what hint shall I give? Well, they made a remake of this movie. Oh, Ghostbusters. No. Oh, but okay. uh, it's a good guess. That'd be around that time. Yeah. And that would potentially have been PG-13, although I'd probably guess that'd be PG-13. 84, 84. Um, it's a movie about... How do I... <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh uh, Footloose. No, it's not a bad guess. But Footloose is definitely PG. Okay. It but has... It's so racy, you know. But... <laughs> it has um, uh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. Dirty Dancing. No, that's a good guess. What? Uh, oh no, it, ghost! Ghost! Ghost is later than that. Oh my gosh, you're right. Of course, it's later. Um, it has <sighs> Charlie Sheen. Oh, The Outsiders. Uh, good guess, but that's what earlier. is going on? I'm so. Oh. It has um, it has the girl from uh, Dirty Dancing, Je- Jennifer. Oh. Uh, I can't remember her name. Really? It has it's. Roadhouse. No, that's no. later than that. Red Dawn. Oh my. Oh, I never saw that movie. You never saw Red Dawn. Never saw it because it wasn't a thing in Colombia. Oh I my god, that I, I that movie was right up my alley. I mean, uh, so I'm 13 years old at okay. the height of Reaganism and yeah, yeah. anti-Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. And this movie actually takes place in kind of rural West Coast. You know, mm. I think they even say they're in Washington or somewhere. I think they're supposed to be in Montana anyway. But this was a total fantasy, which was, you know, the Russians are going to invade and we got to like defend ourselves. We have to be Uh, the, and the interesting thing about this movie when you watch it is like, it's highly jingoistic. Yeah. But I can imagine basically sympathizes with insurgents like in, Afghanistan. Mm. It's basically a American version of the war in Afghanistan, oh, where you have wow. a foreign power that invades rural sure. part of your country, and you go into the hills and kill the enemy and uh, loot their goods and blah blah blah. Anyway, and probably with all sorts of creative tactics because you don't have the right. But bru- but the movie's brutal too. I mean, is it? I'm surprised it's PG-13 because there's so much death in that movie. Wow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What are the actual names of the creatures in the Gremlins movies? Well, there's Mogwai. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah. I but mean, that's, that's his, the that's name his, of the creatures. No, I think that's no, I think his they're name. Called Mogwai. No, I, I think they're called Mogwai. I could have swore his, his, his name was... Um, <clears throat> I think the creatures themselves are called Mogwai. Because <clears throat> uh, I don't think the kid names it Mogwai, right? He just... I don't know. Yeah, Ma- um, I mean, Mogwai is the name of the creatures. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, all right. Top 10 highest grossing movies, hmm. uh, not accounting for inflation. So, oh, not accounting for inflation. So these would be oh, all okay. recent movies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, starting in order so or if just you can, them, If you can give me okay. five of them, sure. then I'll give you the point. All right, uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner, or sorry, and uh, the, 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 seven, the last movie, the... Oh my gosh! Uh, Harry Potter and the no, 
No, so there's I'll give no Harry Potter in the top ten. No, I'll give you. I'll give you. What? Ten, I'll give you ten guesses. So that's okay. That's, that's a no. That's crazy, by the way. All right, fine. Um, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> that's crazy that Harry Potter got bumped. Okay. Um, uh, the. Oh, I, I know, I know. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, no. No. Okay. Wow. Um, this might be harder. Kids movies. Kids movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. A Disney movie. A recent Disney movie. Why am I blanking? Okay, okay. Uh, well, you were on to something. Uh, was I? Okay. What was a recent Disney movie? Recent Disney movies. Have I seen any Disney movies? I don't know. Yeah, there's two. Okay, okay, fine. Other superhero movies. Uh, Batman... Uh, one of the Batmans. Oh, fine. Joker. Joker's one of them. No. No, Joker's not one of them. Okay. Uh, highest grossing R-rated movie. Highest grossing. Yeah, R-rated movie. Uh, oh, Pokemon. The Pokemon movie. What Pokemon movie? The one that came out just uh, two years ago. There was a Pokemon movie that came yeah. out two years ago? And you yeah. think that, like... Or a year ago, actually. <laughs> no. Pokemon's huge, man. Uh, yeah. Pokemon's huge. Yeah. Uh, apparently not huge enough, but it's huge. Okay, jeez. Uh, there's some obvious know. ones on here that you're gonna. There's some. There, so in the top five, there are. So, so you said Endgame, right? That's so that's yeah. number one. Two, three, four, and five are known oh, highly okay. grossing movies. Uh, a Star Wars, one of the Star Wars ones. So. The last jet, um, the Force Awakens. That's right. Okay, got it. Okay, that makes sense. And then uh, we'll keep going with superheroes then, because I bet you uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Nope. No, that one didn't. That one last week wasn't as good. Uh, but but Thor Ragnarok. Nope. Well, not. Is Ragnarok the one where they're fighting in the other? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one more guess. Oh, geez, really? Oh, there's a Pixar movie in here. There's got to be a Pixar movie. What was the last Pixar movie? Nope. Inside Out. No, nope, no Pixar. So Avatar. Oh my god. Ava- Avatar. Titanic. Still holding on to the stupid. Titanic. Titanic is still holding on to a spot. Avengers: Infinity War. Sure. Uh, and then the next ones are kind of uh, more. Not no, I wouldn't have guessed, but Jurassic World, which is uh, terrible. Okay. The Lion King, the most the most recent one. Really, it already bumped into the top. Wow. Yeah. Um, the Avengers, which kind of makes sense. Furious Seven, which kind of makes sense. And then That's here's surprising. Here's the weird one, but I guess makes sense is Frozen Two, even though it was terrible. That's yeah. It That's it's like top ten. And it's probably still making money. Okay. Highest grossing films, adjusting for inflation. Okay. Gone with the wind. <laughs> Good. Um, water world. No, just kidding. Um, but Titanic still. Yep. And Avatar. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, Star Wars. Which one? Uh, and. Uh, new, a new hope. Uh, yep. Okay. 
Oh, you're four for four. Okay. E.T. Yes. Okay. Oh so, so you just won it, but let's see if you can continue. The, the, the <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Okay. See, I'm, it shows my age. I just don't know recent movies, apparently. <laughs> uh, the Ten Commandments. Yes. Yes? Yes. What? <sighs> Holy crap. Six for six. <laughs> well, then... Um, some big 80s block... Oh, oh yeah. Uh, aliens. No. Oh. Well, then Terminator 2. No. What? Okay, now I'm... Now I'm falling. You're, Jurassic what? Park. No, one of your favorite movies of all time. From really? A long, from a long time ago. Really? Yeah. It's an old... Oh, Sound of Music. That's right. Oh. And then... Wow. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> okay, that one still bumps in there. Okay. Another another Star Wars movie, for Force Awakens. Force and then, Awakens. And then Dr. Zhivago. Oh, I would not have guessed that at all. That's crazy. Yeah. My my grandma loved the theme to that song. Na, Laura, my love. Da, oh, da, yeah. da, 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 da. And she wanted me to sing that song to her at her 88th birthday party, which I did. You know, I think that Dr. Shivago was, or maybe is, or whatever, my dad's favorite movie. Hmm. Well, let's take a break, and when we get back, I'll pepper you with some more questions. What do you say, Berto? Let's do it. All right, we're back from the break. So if, let's see, who would I pick here? If Lando Calrissian were to ask everyone to become a patron <laughs> of the podcast, what would he sound like? Well, it, no, it was inviting some racism in there. Oh, okay. Um, if uh, Han Solo, if Han Solo were. <laughs> Listen, I've got this all figured out. It, it's not even a risk to you. I've done this a million times. We're going to use the same old roots I use. All you got to do is come with me, become a patron of this podcast. It'll be fine. The Empire will never know what hit them. We will have patrons. You'll have an awesome podcast. What could go wrong? (laughs) What is the only X-rated film to win Best Picture at the Oscars? (laughs) Oh, my God. What? Caligula? Midnight Cowboy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't see why Caligula would... would, would. I, it is an interesting movie, but... And Midnight Cowboy. And pretty X-rated, you know. Very X-rated, Even yeah. kind of by today's standards. Yeah, definitely. Um, who was the first and only woman of color to win the Oscar for Best Ac- Actress? First and only... Wait, there's only been one? Well, maybe this question was a little... <sighs> a couple years ago but I think it's still oh true oh my gosh at least the first and the worst part is I don't know Halle Berry oh for Monsters Ball Pro- yeah probably okay that's interesting you'll know this one what movie okay. star was killed off in the opening scene of Scream ah uh, Drew Barrymore which by the way didn't was it on the podcast that I had this problem where I couldn't remember her name wasn't it us we were like what's her name what's probably, her name yeah dude it's the weirdest thing because, like, it's happened to me more than once where I'm like, 
wait, what's her name? And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's like, it's a non-conventional name. And yeah, I uh, have a, I have a, a, yeah, I guess Drew. Drew. That's interesting. But when you grow up with certain people, you just, they, their name transcends the, the name convention. Anyway, um, you probably know this one as well. What's the name of Riley's imaginary friend in Inside Out? Oh, yeah. Bing Bong. That's right. Good. Bing Bong. Um, Forget the song. <laughs> this one is going to be hard, but um, is interesting. Only three movies in history have won the big five at the Oscars. Best picture, best director, best screenplay, best actor, best actress. Name one of them. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, uh, actually... Oh, no, he didn't win Best Actor, actually. I was going to say Amadeus, but he actually did. He won Best Supporting, but not Best Actor. Okay. Um, sound of Music. Nope. I'll give, I'll give you two more guesses. Okay, okay, okay. Two, easy, easy, easy. One of, them, uh, one of them is kind of easy, but the other two are like, what? Right, well, one of them swept the Oscars, so... Uh, uh, bird, bird person, <laughs> bird man. No. Okay, okay. No, no problems. No worries. We're fine. We're still fine. All these movies are from twenty plus years ago. Okay, right. Easy, easy. Titanic. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry. So, Blank slate. I'm starting over. I was just kidding. All those were fake guesses. Um, on the waterfront. Uh, no. So the the the. <laughs> The one that I I thought maybe you would know, oh but this is a hard question, is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Um, because that's kind of a known movie that swept the Oscars. But what's interesting is that it Nicholson won... Nicholson won the Yeah, but what's interesting is it won Best Actress for Nurse, Nurse Ratchet. Oh, that's which, surprising. Yeah. Um, and here's an interesting one. Can you give me a hint on... I, I want to guess oh, okay. at least one. Um, oh, what hint? There's so many hints. This movie you you've seen a number of times. It's from the '90s. Forrest Gump. And no, that's a good guess. That's a good guess for this. Um, it has the lead as a woman. Oh. And yes, yes, yes. Uh, I and, know this. And it's a thriller. And it's very famous. Very famous. And, and it's I not had, Aaron Brockovich. I didn't know it won any Oscars, honestly, let alone all of the big five. Oh my gosh! Um, there's Fargo. Um, no, okay. Here's a here's a get. Here's a hint. Is it has um, American Woman nice. by Tom American Pet- Woman? No, by Tom Petty. Oh, okay. Uh, in highlighted in the movie. That's the only. Gosh, hint God. I can give that, that isn't movie? obvious. Oh yeah, you've seen this movie probably. Ten- and it's a woman lead. You quote this movie on a weekly and I basis. Quote this movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are we talking about here? I mean, it might be early aughts, uh, but it what was the- you know that long ago. I, mean, I think it's early nineties. Oh honestly. my gosh. So I'm blanking on this. So when Tom Petty is played, there's a woman in a car, like I think it's a Vida bug, and she's driving down the street, and she's, you know, and she's singing along to this song, and yeah. she and she doesn't know that she's about to become a victim. Oh, 
Oh. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> when I tell I you. Know. Okay, I got to tell you another. Uh, the <laughs> FBI is featured. Oh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Of course. I mean, because I couldn't Are say. pretty? Yeah. I fuck me. Yeah. I couldn't say, like, it puts the lotion <laughs> oh in the basket. Gosh. Yes, yes, I yes, couldn't yes, say yes. fava beans. Uh, I couldn't say yes. Clarice. I'm it embarrassed. Was, there's, it's too obvious. Yes, so I was like, yes. okay, well, American. Yes. It, the, 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 the song by Tom Petty is called American Woman, right? Well, uh, uh, maybe we have that wrong. Tom Petty, American Girl. American Girl. American Girl. God damn it. She was an American, an American girl. That's why I wasn't able to sing it. I'm like, I'm American. And then the other one is It Happened One Night, which is a very old movie. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, those are hard. <laughs> what six films are the only horror movies to ever compete for an Oscar, for of any Oscar? Oh, horror so, movies. So, okay, okay, okay. The Exorcist. Yeah. Good. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. No. Should have. The Omen. <laughs> should have. No. It should have. I mean, I'm actually. I'm this. I'm throwing all these results out because that one should have been in. So actually, okay, the fine. category of horror is kind of broad. Okay. So Silence of the Lambs is in this. Uh, that doesn't count. But, so okay. Yeah. So think of you know Hollywood's yeah. version of horror. Okay, so not just like literally horror, but I mean, The Exorcist is the only one in here Exorcist. that I that I would call kind of classic. That one's horror. definitely classic horror. Oh, yeah. Okay, so these are more like a horrific movie, <laughs> or just like horror adjacent for non-horror oh my gosh, watchers. Really? Yeah, that was nominated. So what? So dun 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 dun. Jaws is ca- yeah. how's that a horror movie? Yeah, um, I see dead people. Okay, I guess. Okay, I guess that one counts. Yes, yes, but, yes. But this one, uh, Jordan S- Peele. Um, sorry, uh, Sixth Sense. Okay. Uh, yeah, Get Out counts. Yeah. And, Black, counts. and Black Swan. Uh, okay. Who was the okay. first African-American to win the Academy Award for Best Actor? First African-American for Best Actor, Sidney Poitier. That's right. Okay. For Mississippi Burning? I think so. Which James Bond movie was the first for Pierce Brosnan? Which Bond movie was the first? Oh, for Pierce. Uh, uh, GoldenEye. Yeah. And in fact, that was a great video game. Did you ever play right. GoldenEye? On I didn't. That, that was in a time in my I life when you. I didn't own any video games. I couldn't afford uh, okay. it. So you actually said this earlier. Which films did Tom Hanks receive an Academy Award for oh, this okay. actor? Philadelphia Story and Forrest Gump. Philadelphia. Oh, Sorry, Philadelphia. Philadelphia Story is a much older movie. Yeah. That's actually a good movie, but it's not the same. What Disney princess dresses up as a man to save her father? Disney princess. Disney princess dresses up as a man to save her father. So, in a Di- in the not, Disney movie? She's not actually a princess. You know, she's a she's a Disney she woman. She counts as female a lead. Disney. She counts as one of the classic as one of the Disney ladies, you know. Dresses up as a... Oh, duh. Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. Great. Um, who was the only non-Jedi to, in the original trilogy to use a lightsaber? 
in the original trilogy, it's Han to open up the Tauntaun's that's tummy. Right. That's right. These, I thought these things smelled bad on the outside. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Okay, I have one for you. How many lightsaber colors are there officially? Okay, well, there's... Or which, you know? There's red, blue, purple, and green. So I'll say four. And yellow. Is there yellow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Five, I think. But I'm sure I'm sure there's more and we're not nerdy enough, so sorry. <laughs> uh well let me let me type it into the Google since you're just making shit up at, at this time. Uh how many colors light sabers? Uh current there are seven. What are the other two? Orange and I don't know. Or is it black or something? Who Weird. Knows? White? White. We missed white. Approximately how many languages can C-3PO speak? I am well-versed in over six million forms of communication. That's right. In Rogue One, what is the Empire removing from the holy city of Jeddah? The... Um, they, they, there's a temple. There's an ancient Jedi temple. Yeah. They're removing that or removing... No, no, they're removing an ancient artifact. They're removing things that actually have to do with lightsabers. Oh, the crystals, the Kyber crystals. Yeah, Kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Um, Let's see. Who, what character did Uma Thurman play in Batman? Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh, She played Poison Ivy. Yeah. Is it Poison Ivy or just Ivy? Poison Ivy. Um, Ivy is her like normal US or like her day-to-day name, but the the bad guy is Poison Ivy. Oh. Did you read about did you read comics with Poison Ivy in it when you, you were kids? Uh no, so I actually didn't read that many superhero comics growing up. I I had Batman's and ironically, but not those. Um and I actually didn't own that many comic books. I had a few I had a small stash like a Star Wars one, a couple Batman ones, a couple uh, League of Superheroes ones, stuff like that. And it was a precious stash. Uh, I didn't start collecting because I didn't have money to collect them. But I, know. I didn't start collecting them until I was in high school. Yeah, that was the problem with, with uh, comic books for me growing up was I couldn't afford to spend uh, <laughs> even just like a dollar on these yeah. things. It, I didn't have a dollar yeah. to spend. and yeah. And the comic books were so... They were so episodic that yes, you had if, to get them all. Yeah, and 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 the comic books would just be on a rack at the grocery store, and there'd be no way to. There was no way in. You know, it wasn't like yeah. start here or here's the start of the next story. It was just like the next issue. Yeah, and so the the few comic books I got my hands on were like hand me downs or something. I, and I. I found I loved Iron Man. I just loved oh. the idea of a suit that you yeah. could do stuff with, and because it seemed more realistic, right? Like a metal suit, you get you could get yeah, behind that. Yeah, I could, I could yeah. be, I could be Iron Man, yeah. you know. And the problem was, was the comics I read. I, I had no idea what was happening. I mean, I don't think it was designed for kids. I think it was designed for older people. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, who played Batgirl in the George Clooney Batman movie? Batman and Robin. Oh. What actress played Batgirl? Well, I know Halle Berry was... Oh, it was... Um, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. That was Catwoman. 
Oh, who did you I'm say? I'm talking about Batgirl. Oh, Batgirl. The sidekick. Batgirl. Batgirl. Sidekick to George Clooney and Chris, what's his name? Chris, uh, yeah. He's yeah. in like a CIS uh, show right yeah. now. Um, she was uh, famous before this movie for sure. Give me a hint. Blonde. Um, she was in a movie where she offered, it, it, it was related to Lolita in a way. This movie that she was in. Um, uh, so was it wasn't like, uh, Silverstone or whatever that girl Yes. Was. Alicia, Alicia was, Silverstone. Oh, okay. I think she I kind of remember that. <laughs> What's the first non-English language film to win an Oscar for Best Picture? Non-English language to win an Oscar for Best Oh, it wasn't Passion of the Christ? Nope. No. To win an Oscar for Best Picture. Um, hmm. Ugh. Wait, yeah. uh, is it old or recent? Uh, very, very recent. Oh, very. Oh, right. Um, right. <laughs> Why am I blanking on this? Ah, man. <laughs> I, I think I even bet on it to win at your party. Parasite. Ah, uh, yes. Parasite. What what Stephen King? What is Stephen King's top grossing movie? Oh, um, Stephen King's top grossing movie. Ironically, really? Yeah, because he doesn't like it, or yeah, he doesn't like it. Oh, it's not. It wouldn't be Lawnmower Man. That would be terrible. That was not high grossing. Okay, okay, okay. The oh, of course. Um, uh, the Shining. Yeah. But yes, that makes sense. He hates it. Yeah, yeah I he knew that. It. I knew that. Because it didn't follow close enough or whatever. Yeah. In the movie, The Usual Suspects, what is the greatest trick the devil ever pulled? Oh, was convincing people that he didn't exist. Yeah. Kaiser Soze says that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is the name of Edward Norton's character in The Fight Club? Sorry, by the way. That I want to tell you about my friend. We were watching this movie in college, and we're watching these The Usual Suspects, and I'd already seen it, and I'm so excited, and it's it's my girlfriend at the time, and I'm like, you got to watch this movie, and we get to the end, and I'm like, so, and she's like, well, I fell asleep for a lot of it. I just caught the ending here, so I don't really know much what was going on. I'm like, wait, 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 how much of the end did you see? I don't know. He's like, I'm Kaiser Soze or whatever. I'm like, no! Because <laughs> honestly, that movie on rewatch isn't actually as great as I thought it was. It's not that but, good the first time either. Well, like, I, at the time, and I was a lot younger, at the time, that twist for me was fabulous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I saw that movie, uh, when it came out, I remember thinking, eh, whatever. And then, like, it was 15 years later that suddenly everyone was talking about it. Oh really? Yeah. There's certain movies like that, like like Back to the Future. Actually, it was like that for me. Weird. When I saw Back to the Future, it was a good movie, but there were so many good movies in the mid '80s that I yeah. saw. Back to the Future was it was just one of probably like 50 movies. Like if you would have asked me in 1989, what are the movies of of the eighties that are going to be remembered. I don't know if back to the future would have been in the list because oh, man. now it is a good movie. It is. A, it's, it's a good movie. I've rewatched it. It's it yeah. definitely holds 
uh, it definitely holds up for sure. Yeah. Two and three, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But, but like, one is... But one oh, is a... It's, it's a near-perfect so movie. Good. But at the time, culturally speaking, Back to the Future was not dominant. And when wow. I started hearing people talk about it in probably around the year 2000s, people started talking uh, about like... Like a few people would say... Uh, my favorite movie is Back to the Future. I remember being like, "What?" I wonder was I wonder if there was an age difference thing. Like at your age group, it, I it saw it when I was twelve. I saw it when I was thirteen. So yeah, but I was nine, and right. Man, so I gotta so, tell you, when so, I saw so it, another, there was nothing cooler. <laughs> right. So another. So age age difference. Another movie is Goonies. So I saw Goonies. I would have been about thirteen. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, fine movie, you know, whatever. And then in the year around, it was around the year 2000, mm-hmm. at the Egyptian Theater, you know, they, they have these midnight showings of right. old movies. And they'll show old classics. And they showed Goonies. <laughs> and I thought, who wants to watch Goonies? But I was like, a lot of people. <laughs> but I was like, well, I'll go just because I remember that movie. And I went. And it was packed with people yeah. younger than me. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So, yeah. yeah, it does definitely have to do with age, I think, kind of. But I also I think that every decade gets reduced to a few components because we don't have enough brain power to remember. When you think about the 60s, you think about the Beatles, the Stones, um, you know, yeah, right. And then everything else is like and the rest. Yeah, and and but but if you <clears throat> if you were a 14-year-old in 1966, you probably listened to the Beatles, but you probably listened to like 50 other bands that you loved as well. Sure. And so it but we don't if you lit, named those 50 other bands, you'd be like I've never even heard of them. So we reduce these things down to these and I, and the older I get, the more I see that. And on some level, it bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me, but it's it it kind of it's a disjoint that I feel between younger generations when they sort of fetishize things, thinking that we at the time fetishized them because because I get I too I do get that, and I feel it too. I feel like you're out on a limb on the. On the Back to the Future one, though, just because that one just had too but many you, iconic things about but it. I was in the States when I saw that movie. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and there's a Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. But when was it built? Well, sure. But when were a lot of those rides built? But I'm and, saying that, like, it was built well after the fact. It was a big movie, but, and it, you know, it was important. But I don't remember people fetishizing it. Like, <laughs> I, don't I mean, rem- name another time travel movie. But I don't remember. Was... I don't remember. I remember. So if you would have said, you know, a big movie from the that time was Return of the Jedi or something, I'd be like, yeah. Or, yeah, 83. Or, yeah. or um, uh, 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 God damn it. The other Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. The, sure. Uh, the Last Crusade. The Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you would have said Raiders of the Lost Ark is going to stand the test of time. When people think of the 80s yeah. movies, they're going to think of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I would have been like, well, yeah. Because that yeah. was, in the 80s, yeah. a cultural well, it was phenomenon. was 80, but yeah. yeah because, totally. you know, there were sequels. 
Yeah. Uh, there were video games. There were books that came out. There were series that yeah. came out. It was a cultural. If you would have said a movie that's going to survive is going to be the movie, but if you would have said Back to the Future, I would have been like, huh? Because there wasn't a culture around that movie. It was, I guess, it but, had the DeLorean. It had the but it skateboarding. Was, but it's younger people who were yeah, younger maybe. than me, who it took them a while to have sure. financial power to dominate sort of kitsch culture or past culture. Yeah, it could be, yeah. And by the time they became of age and started uh, proliferating this around the internet, I was like, where is this coming from? But I mean, that was one of the big blockbusters in the 80s. You know what I mean? But there's like, so many. Like, like, let's look at like... Uh, well, and I think it's grouped with them. It's grouped with movies. them. I don't think that it's the only, you know, defining so, movie of the Full movies. Metal Jacket. Yeah, uh, but, uh, Ferris Bueller. To me, Ferris Bueller was a bigger phenomenon. No. What do you no mean, way. no? First of all, it's late 80s. So that doesn't quite count. It's almost 90s at that point. It, Ferris Bueller was one year after Back to the Future. It's it's not as broad appeal because it was it was rated a, a probably PG thirteen. Right? Uh, Terminator. Terminator Gandhi, is definitely the, the Terminator Scarface. is definitely identified with the eighties. Stand sure. by me. So so here's one movie. Stand by me. Yeah, that one's it. Yeah, How it's, so? Right now, if you is. if you asked a twenty year old to name movies from the eighties, of course not. I bet you anything they would say, oh, Back to the Future. Even though they weren't even alive. Maybe, yeah. When Back to the, so for them, Back to the Future is the 80s movie. But I, I know, but, no, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I think it's in the list. Okay, it's in the list. But yeah. would they name Stand By Me? Of course, but they shouldn't name Stand By Me. But Stand By they, Me was no a There's no DeLorean in Stand By Me. <laughs> but it was a huge movie. Ah, I'm just people saying. People die all the time. <laughs> For people who grew up in the 60s, I bet you anything, or 70s, or whatever, I bet you anything they had a similar experience. Where You're also they, thinking... they look to younger people, and they're like, you have a different version of my decade than, than I did, which right. is fine. It's, there's nothing wrong with having a different version. Like well, you're also I, looking at it just from the U.S. standpoint, right? Yeah. Because internationally, I don't even know if Stand By Me. Maybe it played, but I got to tell you, Back to the Future played internationally. Okay. You know, because like when I was when I was a teenager, we fetishized the '60s. We just thought the '60s was like the coolest. And I'll, and as an example of this, I because I love the Beatles. I I just kind of liked all bands like that. And one of the bands that's like the Beatles is the Monkees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I went to school. I was probably, I don't know, 15. And I had I had like a pin of the Monkees <laughs> or something like, you know, the Monkees. And I probably had I probably had pins of the Beatles and pins of the Monkees. And this teacher who was, you know, 10, 15, right. tw- 20 years older than me, she comes up to me and she's like, oh, I see you have some pins of the Beatles. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, you like the Beatles? I'm like, yeah. And she says, I also see you have pins of the monkeys. I'm like, yeah, you know, monkeys, Beatles, 60s, it's great. And she's like, so the, the, no. the Beatles were awesome and the monkeys were corny. So they shouldn't be in the same category in your mind. And so, but I didn't know that because right, right, to right. me, it was all just sure. 60s music stuff. Like the monkeys had some awesome songs, you know? 
um, to take the last train to Clarkville and the you know and Daydream Believer. Like these are great songs. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. know that they were considered to be cheesy and silly. So it's just a, it's an interesting thing to see people fetishize things from my childhood in a way that we didn't fetishize them um, at the time. Yeah. And in a way that acknowledged that there were many offerings of culture in the 80s, not just a limited set. Anyway, what was the name of Edward Norton's character in the Fight Club? Oh, there's no name given. Awesome. Good job. That's one of my favorite movies. Uh, who opens the door to the ballroom when Maria is dancing around in The Sound of Music? Captain Von Trapp. Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. Captain Von Trapp. Because he, she was told explicitly not to go in there, not to go exploring. How many children are in the Von Trapp family? Um, okay, so there's Liesel and uh, Frederick and uh, Brigitta and uh, Gretel. And, Jeez. Uh, uh, the other boy and one of... Uh, there's seven children. There's seven children. My God, that's awesome. Okay. I mean, plus it's you know doe a deer if you know it's a, yeah it's right. Isn't that coincidental with the yeah. scale? Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's just mind blown. <laughs> Connections. Whose whose liver did Hannibal Lecter eat as, aside fava beans and a yeah. nice Chianti in the film science? A life. nice bottle of Chianti. Uh, right. Um, I mean, so. I had a such and such. Uh, was it a therapist? Uh, was it a uh, someone a census bureau person? Yes, census taker. A census taker. Okay. What was what uh, what was Jenny and Forrest's son's name in Forrest? Jenny. <laughs> oh man, little Forrest. Yes, Forrest. Oh, Jr. it is. Oh, For, okay. Forrest Jr. <laughs> I mean, it just, okay. it just breaks your heart because yeah. he comes over yeah. and Jenny's like, uh, uh, yeah. Forrest is like, what's his name? And Little Jenny says, his, his name is Forrest. And and, yeah. and Forrest is like, oh, oh Jen, Jenny that's says, my name. And well, and Jenny says, just like his father. And Forrest is like, he has oh. a father named Forrest too? <laughs> uh. But that moment just kills me yeah. because the look yeah. on... Uh, you know Tom Hanks' face as he it dawns on him one that yeah. it's his son, two that he has a son, and then it dawns on him shit is he is he stupid like me? See you right. know he turns around he's like is he you know I can't remember the question yeah. he asked but just it's just heartbreaking you know you just like oh my god yeah it's such a good movie Ugh. in Back to the Future what type of car is the time machine? Back to the what? I, I don't know. If, oh, that was an eighties movie. A DeLorean! Oh, really? I didn't know that. In Kung Fu Panda, Poe's adopted father, Mr. <laughs> Ping, is a what? Oh, right. Uh, he is um, a bird. Uh, pelican? No, 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 <laughs> no. He's uh, 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 a... No, he's, uh, a, he's a goose. A goose. Uh. Um, I don't know my birds. What type, what are the titles of movies within a superhero, the superhero trilogy by M. Night Shyamalan? Oh, yeah. 
So there's Unbreakable. Yeah. There, there is uh, the personality one. Uh, uh, what's it called? The people. The oh man, split. Yeah. And then there is the last one, which is the third person in the in the triumvirate. Oh, glass. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank what you. is the first sports film to win the Academy Award for Best Picture? Oh, whoa. The it must be some football movie. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. No, no, no. There was a soccer movie. There was a movie about World War II with soccer in it, with Pele in it. But it won. Uh, this is a movie that won Best Picture. This was a great movie. It should have won Best Picture. <laughs> but think of you got to think of movies that won Best Picture. Wow, oh, the replacements. Uh, the, yeah, that's not a bad. It's the, the last ne- yard that, that never would have. Oh, last yard could have. First never, yard. Rocky. Oh no! Of course. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, these <sighs> these next two, I'm guessing oh, you'll That's get. Painful. What is the name of the kingdom where Frozen is set? Oh, Arendelle. And what year did Frozen come out in? Oh, because shoot, I, I'm, I was okay, surprised. Okay, okay, okay. All right, it came out uh, in 2013. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so. Because to me, it was just yesterday. I but, know. It just came out a couple of years ago. But I also remember that kids were singing Let, uh, it, go. Let it Go at your 40th Let birthday it party. It's insane, dude. Um, last question. In what film did actor Brad Pitt star as David Mills? Brad Pitt, David Mills. <sighs> Seven. That's right. One of my favorite movies. Okay, so uh, let's see: three, one, three, two, four, two, five, two, six, two, seven, two, eight, two, nine, two, ten, two, eleven, two, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, three, uh, nineteen, four, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-one, five. 21 6 this is like the dumbest we've 26 this is the dumbest uh section of podcasting i've ever done in my life oh one two five six uh, uh it's 26 12 27 28 29 30 31 32 33 34 so 34 looks like about 34 to 17 so you got about, oh about two-thirds right that's pretty good so, I mean, I didn't know we were going to do so many because I only prepared 15 questions. But of the ones that I did, you got uh, one, two, three, four, five 
out of 15. Oh, man, <laughs> right? I failed. <laughs> but I, 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 to be fair, I asked some some tougher ones. Some uh, well, I don't know. Ones. You did pretty good. I mean, you pulled some shit I didn't out. do Bardos, though. I didn't pull Bardos this time. You pulled some good things out of your butt, like, <laughs> you know, on the waterfront. I should have asked you the ones I, I wrote in the text message when you told me what we were doing. I was like, uh, you know, what type of pants did the Joker's henchmen wear in Batman? <laughs> yeah. All right, people. Well, if you're still listening... Let's have the phrase that pays, that demonstrates that you listen to this whole thing, which is Yakatori Plaza. Yakatori Plaza. That is the phrase that pays. (laughs) And everyone out there, please take care of yourself because you deserve it. (laughs) 